0: Hi, I'm Tina Spengler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. Today I'm going to talk about the top 10 things you can do to improve your barrel racing. It literally is a compound effect of how you can improve by doing a lot of small things correctly, consistently, that will add up to a huge amount of improvement for the big stuff that matters so let's start with number one rider basics you might think that you have really great rider's basics but maybe there's some little things you need to make a difference with how well do you sit down in your turns and lock down on your horn maybe using the back of your palm of your hand how well do you pull up and go with your horse leaving the barrels using the fingers Uh, The front of your uh, fingers pulling up on the front of the horn versus pushing down with the palm of your hand for sitting? Um, Are you using your seat properly to sit up to hustle your horse or to sit down to rate your horse? Are you holding on with your thighs or your knees? Are you riding from your uh, core, from your center? Are you able to keep your legs long and loose when you sit on your horse? Do you have weight in the the stirrups, the ball of your foot in the stirrup, so that you can keep leg on your horse if you need to use inside leg starting a turn or finishing a turn outside leg. Um, Balance. Do you sit in the middle of your horse? Do you look between their ears? Are you square in the saddle? Are your hands always in the six-inch box, being clear and precise as to when to go, when to rate, when to shape, when to turn? Are you holding instead of releasing? Um... Are you looking between their ears, not down their neck? Are you anticipating holding your horse off or putting weight in your inside stirrup? There's a lot of detail in rider cues that we have to pay attention. Are you focused? Are you present? Are you being specific or vague? All these little building blocks are details that matter and they will make a huge difference in the effect of your outcome in competition. So when you practice during the week, Pay attention to the details of your rider's basics and get them so solid at a walk, trot, and a lope that they become a part of your muscle memory that you don't even have to think about them. Number two, your horse's foundation. Once again, you might think your horse is pretty broke and they may be, but do they have all the fancy buttons they need? Are they soft in the face, laterally, left and right? Do they break in the pole vertically at a walk, trot, and a lope? Not only can they break in the pole but can they shorten their stride, shift their weight to their hindquarters, and lift their top line as they are collected in straight lines and circles? Will they move off your leg with the slightest of cue to push a hip in or push a shoulder out or soften a rib cage? Will they allow you to guide them in big circles and small circles? And can they lope? a big circle and small circle with cadence and balance and control not speeding up not stalling out not breaking gait. do they pick up leads quickly and straight in a straight line Um, will they execute from a walk to a lope versus needing to trot first there's so much in the detail of your foundations that you could pay attention to can you woe on a loose rein can you back up straight lines and circles Can you side pass and roll back? There's a lot to a horse's foundation that matters, especially a barrel horse. Um, It's a very high adrenaline forward sport. So you will go back to basics your entire career on your horse. It may not be as much in their open years. You may spend more time just keeping them fit in the pasture or lunging them or ponying them, but there will be times that you need to be in the saddle and tuning them up, making sure that pilot to co-pilot, all your buttons are working. Number three, the um, physical and mental and emotional. How are you feeling? Are you fit? Are you fit physically? Are you fit mentally and emotionally? Those are super important. A horse that's not able to physically do their job Or a rider is not going to be as competitive as one that can. The same with your emotional well-being and mental game. Is it relaxed and focused or tense and hyper and hot, Um, nervous, excited? You know, are you able to meditate and get into your zone and focus? You and your horse both, are you both able to learn to relax and control your adrenaline? and be able to focus when you need to. Number four, do you practice on a regular routine and practice perfect on that regular routine? All of these little things, again, have a compound effect on the whole picture. It may seem small, but that working your horse 30 minutes a day or spending time with them focused on their basics and your foundation your basics are the little things that help you improve number five are you hauling regular so that you get your timing and feel in the um in the uh, the atmosphere of competition are you setting up a one percent goal during that time frame you know it's important that we don't just go you know I'm here to win it I mean we want to be in it to win it but we also have to have realistic goals you know this day I want to smoke my first barrel this day I want to make sure I ride to each spot this day I want to hustle a little bit more out of my turns this day I want to have perfect turns or you know set realistic goals and one percent goals for each time you haul out. if it's a green horse just handling the commotion of a competition and exhibitioning well if it's a novice horse just exhibitioning well and then having a pretty smooth pattern if it's an open horse you're just trying to beat your own personal best um, and move up from there number six embrace your small wins it's super important in your journey that you don't just look at the final goal the big goal and the the win that you have that big goal but really embrace the little wins because that's what is what's going to keep you motivated number one but number two are the building blocks of getting to the next level and that's why the one percent goal is important so if you do have a really nice run and you're really happy with that first barrel but maybe you're not happy with second be sure to tell yourself wow my first barrel was great and then that's where we're going to go off of the next one which is number seven to build off of each win so if you're really happy with that first barrel then build off of that and remember exactly what you did differently to make those improvements write it in your journal Um, maybe you warmed up differently maybe you sat deeper sooner maybe you talked to your horse Um, and that goes right into number eight learning from each loss so you didn't like your second barrel what did you do wrong did you anticipate did you look down did you drop did you lift your hand or or um just cue your horse to turn too soon learn from each loss so six seven and eight really tie together embracing the small wins building off of each win and learning from each loss those are all super important as you're hauling. Number nine and number 10 go together as well. Number nine, um, little things. The little things that you pay attention to, the detail to be focused and specific and um, that perfect practice and that attention to detail. Those little things is what's going to make the big things happen. And finally, number 10, um Always be working on improving your horsemanship and always be improving on um, your connection with your horse. Know your horse. Every single horse is different. They're different in the way that they are at home, at a show, how they warm up, what bit they like, what saddle they like, what diet they like, their quirks, um, how you warm them up, how you compete on them, how you approach the alleyway, how you approach each barrel. Uh, The better you know your horse and the better relationship you have with your horse, that connection really matters. You want to build that relationship with your horse based on love, trust, respect, and communication of cues. Um, Meeting them in the middle. You don't have to win every battle. Maybe some things, if it's um, important to meet them in the middle. You know, if they're working good and they're doing this good, then maybe you'll give them a little slack on something else or if you know this they prefer this over that it may not be what you want but it meets in the middle and it gets you guys to where you want to be then that's where you meet your horse meeting your horse where they're at is really important in your horsemanship and what is horsemanship horsemanship is the relationship between a horse and a rider Um, whether it's a man or a woman I truly believe The more we learn to breathe their energy, their body language, know when they feel good, know when they don't feel good, know when they're trying to subtly tell us that something's not working or something is working, that we pay attention to the eyes, the ears, the um, energy level of our horses, uh, our cues and our ways of communicating with them. And that's where everything ties in. as far as like working with a coach because sometimes having a village of people around gives you uh, inspiration to encourage your gut feeling to have light bulb moments of you know my vet touched on something that planted a seed that maybe I need to look into this more my farrier mentioned something and I should look into this more my coach saw something that i didn't see i need to look into this more so it definitely takes a village when you are working with a horse and a rider as a team trying to knock out barrel racing goals so again pay attention to those top 10 things and realize that the compound effect the building blocks the details matter be focused be present and realize that if you do all 10 of those things focus on your basics your horse's foundation that you are fit you and your horse are both fit physically mentally and emotionally that you're practicing perfect on a regular routine you're hauling and setting one percent goals for yourself You're embracing your small wins. You're building off of each win. You're learning from each loss. You are paying attention to the little things that are adding up to make the big things happen. And that you're always improving your horsemanship and connection with your horse and to know your horse. Those 10 things are an entire program. I can tell you from people coming to clinics that clinics are just a taste of a program. My program is 29 years of experience with my own horses, clients' horses and clients. So a clinic will give you a taste of a program, but it's the private lessons, it's the virtual coaching, it's the the all of those things that allow you to understand a complete program to go from beginner to advanced or advanced to even more advanced. It's also a way for your coach to get to know you better on more level than just a clinic through private lessons or private coaching. Um, The details is what's going to help you get to that next level. So I hope this podcast plants a seed for you. If any of those 10 things are missing from your current program, I would highly recommend that you add them and remember it takes time everything takes time but it all will become more automatic for you the more you do it so thank you for tuning in and as always ride with heart